Today's episode of Opera Luscious, where opera meets lifestyle, is brought to you by City's Closet, where they size up glamour. If you happen to be plus size like me, you know how difficult it can be to find a perfect gown for a special occasion. My friends at Sydney's Closet have an amazing selection of gowns. Visit Sydney's Closet today to select from a variety of dresses for everything from going to prom to a night at the opera. Visit sydneyscloset.com. Welcome to Opera Luscious, where opera meets lifestyle. I am your host, opera singer Brie Cooper. On today's episode, we visited Riverbend Opera Company, a community opera company that has received rave reviews over the years for their wonderful opera productions. Up first is the founder and artistic director of Riverbend Opera, Mr. John Turner. John Turner is also a tenor who has also performed with international opera companies. Running around the world thousands and thousands of times a year, we've all heard of and we all love. And they're favorite because of a good reason. They're incredible. Things like Carmen and Madame Butterfly and La Boheme are just wonderful, wonderful things. But even around the Beltway here, they're performed two or three times a year. I try to keep track of all the smaller opera companies and all of the bigger opera companies and we don't pick or program anything that's been performed within five or sometimes ten years around here. So we pick things, I like to say, that opera aficionados consider their favorites. But opera fans may never have even heard and may have no idea what it is. So we try to attract people by saying, well, if you liked Carmen, if you liked Bohem, if you liked Turandot, you're going to love Adriana Lugavere, you're going to love Andrea Chenier, you're going to love Macbeth, which most people have never seen, although they know the play very well, or even Otello, one of the most famous operas Verdi ever wrote, almost never performed. So we take on these hard, hard challenges and try to put on things that are, are special and are different than what everybody else is doing. Next, you will hear Molly Kacherzian. She is a conductor and music director of Riverbend Opera. She is going to talk about her role with the opera company and what the rehearsal process is like. Director and conductor. Um, so it means rehearsing the cast once we all get together for quite a short rehearsal process. The musicians come already knowing their music, so really with a company like this, the time is spent putting everyone together and making sure that we can sound and act like an ensemble. So a lot of the individual work happens on their own. Well, this is a community opera, and uh, I love everything that that involves, which is uh, singers from various walks of life. So we have young professionals who are really learning roles so that they can go out and make a great career on the stage. And then we have people who, you know, have professional jobs in in completely other realms besides music. And they just love to get together and present opera for the community. So uh, people come with various levels of understanding of the score by the time we all get together. Some people are completely off book and that is fantastic. And then others need some more coaching. And really, since opera is such an ensemble activity, It is quite difficult to rehearse your part if you're in conversation with somebody else until you get together with that other person. So it's nice when everybody knows their stuff before we get together, but also the nature of our ensemble is that a lot of it gets worked out when we work together for quite a short short rehearsal process. So my rehearsal process takes months of understanding the music, learning it, um, learning to conduct it and to lead others through it. So the conductor and the pianist will need to know every note of the score. So for me, that's what takes 
the longest time. That's that's months. But then our pianist is lucky enough to have a network of musicians that she's been able to call upon to act as our orchestra. We have a small ensemble, and they rehearse independently and um, over quite a short period of time before we all get together and make music. So I and the pianist are the only two who are in all of the rehearsals, so we're really the thread that keeps it together. Um, the singers will work as an ensemble with me and the pianist, and then the orchestra will do the same. And so we are the ones who hold it all together once we actually put every piece working together. And, and that doesn't include moving around through the sets and new costumes and stuff, because that's another wrinkle, but somehow it all comes together. And with just two dress rehearsals, it has to come together quickly. I was a vocal performance major in college, and I liked it, but I thought I'd rather be on the other side. And uh, it takes a long time to, to make conducting work, and I'm glad I've stuck it out. I love community opera. It's it's wonderful to work with professionals, and we have many professionals in this company, but it's also such a wonderful thing to work with uh, professionals and amateurs all working this opera out together. It's, it's really it's, it's what community is all about. Lastly, we have Elliot Matheny, who plays one of the leading characters in the opera. He speaks about how difficult it can be to learn a new role and the process that goes along with it. I think it depends on how much singing you have. It just depends on the role you're doing. I think, you know, like I said before, some of the some of the roles are more vocally challenging, so it might take even months to really be able to work through all the technical challenges and really, so to speak, get it in your body, get it so that it's comfortable and so that the singing isn't something that's preoccupying your mind as much as communicating the, the meaning of the story and the text you're trying to convey. There's a question that so many people ask me and they ask so many other singers because they want to know, how do you prepare for a role if it's not your first language? So in Italian, and let's say you don't speak fluent Italian, but you do have to sing this role in Italian. What what do you do? It's a, it's a grueling process. You just go through and you get all the words and you make sure that not only are you pronouncing it correctly and that you're doing the right stress of the language, but also that you really know what you're saying, each individual word. So it's a, it's a long process, but you know the the more used to it you get, the more practiced you become. You know, memorizing things, and you know you kind of become more and more efficient as time goes on. Couple more questions: Where did you study music? I did undergraduate studies at uh, Gonzaga University in Spokane, Washington, and at uh, UNLV in Las Vegas, which uh, which is my native hometown. I'm born and raised in Las Vegas, so. What brings you to the D.C. area? I have been a young artist with the Caston Festival for the last three summers and going on my fourth this upcoming summer. I have several friends in the D.C. area and I've been told that it's a, a good place for uh, emerging young artists, that there are lots of opportunities. And lo and behold, after only two weeks of being here, I was pr presented with this opportunity. Uh, it seems like it's working out so far. It seems like a place uh, that's uh, right for the plucking. What is it that you most identify with the role that you're playing of the Prince? The prince, despite his magisterial title, is uh, is a pretty goofy guy, and you know is uh, really just kind of you know using his his uh, his title and his station in the world to basically do whatever he wants. So I guess I could identify with maybe you know if I was in such a comfortable spot in life, maybe I would be just as goofy and you know 
have as many uh, follies as him. What is your favorite opera? My favorite opera is Don Giovanni. Why is that? Because it's the best opera of all time, and I'll tell you why. Because no other opera, in my estimation, has combined drama and music so effectively. Mozart was just a genius at using the music to convey emotion and events and life, and kind of runs the gamut. It's it's silly, It's it has real gravitas. So yeah, that's definitely my favorite. What's your favorite role? I know you said Don Giovanni, but is that also your favorite role, or what, what, what would you be your favorite role be? I guess it depends vocally. I think acting-wise, Don Giovanni can be played in, in multiple, you know, multiple ways. So I'd say in that respect, he, he might be my favorite, you know, acting challenge. But as far as vocally, I'd say uh, Count Di Luna from, from Verdi's Trovatore. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us for Opera Luscious, where opera meets lifestyle. We would like to thank our friends at Sydney's Closet, where they size up glamour and are dedicated exclusively to designing dresses for plus-size customers with real curves. Check them out at sydneyscloset.com. And our friends at Thrive Market, where they deliver organic brands you love for less. Shop today using our code OPERALUSCIOUS25 and receive free shipping plus an extra 25% off your first order. Go to thrivemarket.com slash operaluscious25. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at operaluscious, and visit our website, operaluscious.life. If you have any questions or comments about this episode, feel free to email us at operaluscious at gmail.com. That wraps up another episode of Opera Luscious, where opera meets lifestyle. I am your host, opera singer Bree Cooper. Have a wonderful day and have a wonderful week.